this is Valerie Aiello, and you are listening to Idea Diary. Thanks for coming back to my office and hanging out. So there was a Daily Mail article on a guy that moved from San Diego, California to Austin, Texas. And he moved there to get double the house, just a cheaper lifestyle because he could work from anywhere now, which is what a lot of people are doing. But he decided, I guess, to move back to California after he moved to Austin because he had these like 10 facts that he wrote inside the Business Insider or the Business Journal. I'm not sure which one exactly, but he wrote this op-ed called 10 Reasons That Austin Is Not This California of Texas. And I'm not going to go over all 10 reasons, but I thought just being from Austin, it might be interesting to go over these, a few of his points of why Austin was so terrible. So this guy was a father of seven kids, and he moved into a neighborhood called Bee Cave, which is not super far, but it's definitely not close to downtown at all. It's definitely a trek. So you're really kind of living in the middle of nowhere a little bit with just huge lots and really nice homes with swimming pools. And one of his complaints about Austin was the huge electricity bill and water bills and the taxes. So the thing with property taxes is that Texas does not collect income tax where California does collect income tax. So one of the places where the tax is a little bit higher is if you're a property owner you pay a lot more in property tax than in other cities, but it's mainly because you don't have an income tax in Texas. And so they're trying to balance out how to create more revenue for the state. And the electricity bills are very high, especially in Austin Energy. I'm not sure if Bee Caves uses Austin Energy because there are other outskirts type of electricity water companies. So I use Austin Electric and it is very high. I live in an old pier and beam 1939 house and it's not insulated well. And if you don't have the perfect windows and all the energy saving things that you could possibly have for your home, your electricity bill is going to be really high, especially if you live in a giant house. I would almost say even if your house is 20 years old, which is not very old necessarily, You're going to have to upgrade everything because it's just the way the technology is. Unless you have the top of the line energy saving everything, you're just going to have a huge bill because unlike California, which I've lived in California, you rarely turn on your air conditioner and sometimes you turn on your heater. It's honestly, it's always perfect weather. So you just don't have the same electricity bill. I happen to live in LA during a time when the Enron scandal and all that stuff was happening. So a lot of people were being priced out of just apartments because their electricity bill was insane and there was a lot of corruption. And then this was one of the moments that I actually saw somebody be elected into office where there was an actual change in your everyday living. When Schwarzenegger became the governor of California, it was like the energy bills were back to a normal price overnight. When people were just, for one bedroom apartment, your electricity bill was like almost more than your rent. It was insane, but it got fixed. So I'm not saying that Austin is necessarily corrupt when it comes to energy prices, although sometimes I wonder. It is very high, but honestly, if you get, if you live in the outskirts and you get to use not Austin Electric or Austin Energy, there's something called Pardonalis Electric. There's different electric 
electricity companies, they're way more affordable. I'm not sure what this guy's house in Bee Cave's neighborhood, which electricity company he had to use, but if his house wasn't like brand spanking new with everything modern, to have a giant house for seven kids, your electricity bill's probably going to be insane. But I'm not sure it's going to be any less insane than if you had a giant house in California, except that you just don't use your air conditioner as much as you would if you're in Texas because it is really hot. So that was one of the other things he complained about was the Austin weather being so humid and so hot you couldn't even go for a walk at night without just feeling like you're in a swamp and you want to die, which is definitely true. Austin is hot, but I think you've got to kind of acclimate your body to a new to a new atmosphere in general because someone coming from California, getting off a plane and coming into Austin in summer they're going to feel like they're like walking through a swimming pool. It's just going to feel like an Amazon jungle or something. But if you live here for a little bit of time, you do kind of get used to the heat. And it's sometimes it's kind of nice at night when you can just wear a tank top and the air is just warm and it feels really nice. But if you're coming straight from perfect weather and you're not giving yourself a few months or a year to get acclimated, it's just going to be awful. It's definitely going to be awful because in Austin specifically, it's either snowing or it's 105 degrees. We have very few perfect weather days. Either it's just probably nine months of the year are just unbelievably hot. It's not as hot as say Phoenix or something. People in Phoenix will talk about having a dry heat and how that's so much nicer than a humidity heat. I don't agree. I feel like the dry heat is just painful. But that also probably goes along with if I lived in Phoenix or something like that, I'd probably get acclimated to the dry heat and end up kind of liking it and enjoying it. And I'm guessing that's if you move to a move to a city where it was like seven months of it was covered in snow, you'd probably learn how to enjoy yourself even if you didn't like snow. It's just weather. It's just different in every area. Another thing this guy complained about was that there was no public land, which, and he had nothing to do, which having nothing to do is true because it's, it's the apocalypse right now and everything's shut down and there is something to do in Austin every hour of the day, pretty much, or there used to be. Now it's just things are shut down and we don't know what direction the city is going to end up going in. I'm pretty sure the music scene's over and done with, which is really sad. But there could be some fun technology events that ends up kind of taking over the South by scene of what used to be festivals and a lot of music and stuff. We just might be going into something different. And even though concerts are happening a little bit on the outskirts of town, it's still never going to be the same as it was. And we might just be stuck with a few mega performers that might be performing the Austin City Limits Music Festival. You know, the kind where millions of people come and it's all outside and it's just not going to be an indie rock town at all. Like whatever was left, which was not very much, it's going to be just obliterated. But that doesn't mean there's a lot of money to be made and that you shouldn't still be making music. It just means things are changing. So back to the nothing to do and the no public land thing. He's right. There's nothing to do right now. At least that's besides going out to dinner. And the thing with the public land is, yeah, we don't have beaches and oceans, but we have tons of lakes. 
that are free to go to for anyone. We have tons of parks. We have tons of hiking. Where he would live in bee caves, there's tons of natural springs and things like that to do if you love nature so much. So I don't know what he's talking about. Either he just was not adventurous at all and decided not to do things or to look up what to do, or he just, yeah, I mean, that's really the only thing. He wasn't looking for stuff to do, really in a genuine way. As far as nature is concerned, there's tons and tons of stuff to do. And I think he was complaining about it not being as beautiful as California. And yeah, California, they have perfect weather. So they have lots of beautiful flowers everywhere. Any garden, any yard, people are able to grow fruit trees and have really beautiful flowers. And without even trying, it was just gorgeous. And then you have the mountains and you have the beaches. It's just a different landscape. But in Texas, we have long roads with gigantic fluffy clouds and just a different type of, of beauty. And in Austin, we are in what's called the hill country. So there are tons of trees, tons of views, Tons of things to, I think, consider beautiful as far as scenery is concerned. So I think maybe he was just unhappy in general, which is fine. Every city doesn't have to be for everybody, but his complaints were just a little bit one-sided without actually trying. He talked about Yelp doesn't work in Austin, and I can't imagine picking a restaurant choice based on whether they had good Yelp reviews or not. But this guy seemed to really follow Yelp reviews as something to value. That just seems crazy to me. But he drove 40 minutes to a restaurant with great Yelp reviews. And it was the most awful experience he's ever had. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. That's just kind of weird. That's just a little bit weird to have such high expectations for a review site. Plus, Austin food is definitely really good. It's Austin is an eating is an eating town way more than California, I would say. California does have good food, but it's different and it's not really that unique. The California Mexican food doesn't really have ooey gooey cheesy goodness that the Tex-Mex Mexican food has, which everyone has a different opinion about which Mexican food is the best. Mexican food in San Antonio is so different from the Mexican food in Austin. And because I'm from Austin, I way prefer Austin Tex-Mex to San Antonio Mexican food. Texas doesn't have as good a sushi, that's for sure, as California restaurants. But other than that, I feel like we have everything and better as far as food choices, food restaurants, the variety of fast food, fast casual to regular restaurant to to maybe like a, a higher end boutique weird restaurants to fine dining. We definitely have it all and all interesting stuff. You might have to ask somebody and get opinions as far as friends telling you where to eat and the people, new people that you meet. If you live somewhere, you know, maybe asking them what restaurants they like because barbecue for example someone might love a certain barbecue restaurant and someone else might think it's horrible but they're both potentially really good restaurants it's just all about different flavors and I mean it's unbelievable how much of a, a variety that the same type of food and the same type of restaurants can give you it's just wild but in general the food complaint California doesn't hold a candle to Austin food it's just way more we're just more of a foodie town, I would say, you know, compared to California cities. 
And then the last thing he talked about Austin, he talked about Austinites being rude, which there's no way that anyone in Texas, as far as a whole, is more rude than California. In Texas, I mean, people will say hi to you wherever you go. When you walk into the grocery store and someone's going to be like, hello, coming in or out. If you say hello to anyone in California, just as a stranger, they're going to look at you like, what do you want? Are you insane? Are you about to murder me? When it comes to strangers, California people are not as friendly as Texas people. The thing with with living in California, you've got to kind of really try and put yourself out there to make friends and creating a life in California, coming, you know, just moving there as a as a single person there to meet people. It's more of um you got to really work hard to make really good quality friends. Whereas in Austin, I feel like if you moved to Austin and you didn't know a single person, really all you would have to do is go out for one night, go to a bar, and you're going to meet friends. Like it's that easy. Texas people are just are just way more into meeting strangers and having a good time and just having fun than California people are. California people are a little bit more, just a little bit more standoffish when it comes to strangers. Now, once you get beyond the stranger phase, the quality of people that you attract and you let into your life is just going to be different in every city or every state all over the world. That just goes to you, to who you attract. So the other thing that he was complaining about was he would hire people to do work on his house and they would mess it up and not tell him about it or kind of scam them in some way or something. And that definitely could happen in any California city. So I think, I don't know how rare or how often that happens to hire to hire companies just going through a phone book and finding somebody to work on your house or something like that. Usually, because I'm from Austin, I can probably ask a message to a bunch of friends, you know, asking for somebody that paints houses or is a plumber or is this or is that. And I'm going to get a bunch of recommendations of people that have used somebody before that they really trust. Complaining and having bad experiences with hiring help is just kind of the the thing that you have to deal with when you are moving to a new city and you don't know anybody. But this guy's name is Brett. So apparently Brett is the new Karen. If you hear about people calling Karen, Guy Karen's Brett, this is the reference that is going along with it. It's about the... California guy that moved to Austin and hated it. Now, some of some of the things say he's from the Bay Area and some of the things said that he sold a home in San Diego to move to Austin. So I'm not sure what city he's actually from. And like I said, he's got like seven kids. That's a lot of air conditioning to pay for, I think. In a town where you have to have air conditioning 24-7, 10 months of the year, if not 12. I mean, his house is huge. His lot is huge. He was really not in a, a super busy area. So he definitely had to drive a bit probably to get anywhere. But I mean, that's what he chose. You could have spent a lot more money and been right in the middle of the city with tons of stuff to do, I'm guessing. So anyway, it was just kind of a funny story about Austin. I think a lot of people were giving him a hard time on Twitter. And it seems like he ended up kind of just making fun of himself and feeling like, okay, I I hit a nerve here. I might have not have been the nicest person in my review of Austin. So I think he's kind of joking along with everybody. And he's, I guess, kind of cool with being the new Karen. There's just like a lot of funny little memes and stuff that people made about him. But I'll link the Daily Mail story that they wrote about 
his original article that he wrote. That was just the story that I wanted to talk about today. So I guess if anyone has any questions about moving to Austin, definitely write me at whatever platform is your favorite. You can find all my links at ValerieAlo.com and ask me a question and send me a message. I guess that's the show for today. I still don't know how to end the show, so I'm just going to play the music. <laughs>